Welcome to our lecture about internet security, weakness and targets. Today we want to speak about operating system fingerprinting. We are in the main chapter of our lecture series in the, in the chapter Internet Weakness and Targets where we want to discuss different uh, technical topics that make it possible for attackers to uh, prepare their attack or to even do uh, organize such an attack. We already discussed human uh, factors. We discussed uh, online reconnaissance. And now we uh, have a closer look to the attack preparation method, operating system fingerprinting. So operation system fingerprinting method uh, has a goal to gather information about the type and the version of the operating system of the victim. And the idea to do this is there is a list of vulnerabilities for each operating system. There are exploits uh, in place that can be used uh, to uh, attack an IT system uh, corresponding to the weaknesses of the operating system. So in the first phase, attacker wants to know what is the operation system of the, uh, uh, the victim is using. And uh, although this method does not, uh, in every case, provide a 100% uh, correct answer, it gives a good idea what kind of operating system is used, which version is used. So in many cases, it is a very important step in the preparation of later attacks. Let's start with uh, uh, what's possible to do to find out what is the operating system the victim is using and a possibility is to uh, look to banners. For example, to telnet session negotiation. In the, when the telnet session is negotiated, a simple but very effective method to determine the remote operation system or service is to look to the banner which is sent. So systems, when one starts to try to use such a service that's provided, systems often respond with a special information message, so-called uh, so banners. Uh, and particularly in the case if the service, the telnet service is inquired. And these banners, they provide information. They provide information about the used operating system. They provide information about services that are in place. And they do this in a very detailed manner. They uh, give also the version numbers. For example, POP3 mail server. Then the attacker knows uh -huh, a mail server uh, is POP3. Then he can look for the uh, for exploits of this uh, email server and then he can apply. The banner information uh, helps the attacker to prepare uh, his or her attack by uh, using the right exploit. Here is an example, for example, Telnet uh, Jupiter. And then the answer, the banner answer is welcome to SUSE Linux 6.2. I386, kernel 2.2.10, uh, and then login. So here is detailed information. What is the operating system that's used? Why the people, when they designed this, did this? 
They want to help that the communication works as well as possible. And so, because the different operating systems and the implementations of the services for the different, uh, for the different operating systems have differ in minor uh, specialties. So, with a banner, the uh, system, the uh, server wants to inform the client uh, what's the best way to contact him. With Telnest host and port number, it's also possible uh, to uh, get information about other services. For example, uh, to get information about mail. Here you see with Telnet Jupiter 25, port 25, you remember that's uh, for email. Then the answer is 220 jupiter.mca.acsmtp send mail. Send mail in the version 8.9.3. 8.9.3, and then uh, other information. So detailed information uh, about the version of the send mail server that's used, or if there is a contact to the FTP server by requesting Telnet uh, Jupiter 21, the port number of FTP. Then here you get an answer that's Microsoft uh, FTP service version 3.0 or you get another service that's uh, powered by uh, a system powered by SUSE Linux, the uh, FTP client 1.2.0.3 server. So this helps the attacker then to look what are the vulnerabilities exactly of this uh, service, exactly of this operating system, and then to come with the right, uh, uh, later on to attack the system with the right exploits. Many port scanners provide this service, provide this operating uh, fingerprinting uh, as an additional feature. Of course, they do, they do, does not, uh, they do not uh, do this to support attackers. They do this to support the network, network administrators uh, in their work. So what are the preventive measures to uh, make it more difficult for the attacker to receive information about the underlying operating system. Yes, it's possible. The banner uh, can be configured. So in a configuration file, uh, there is a possi possibility to customize banner. For example, to change this in such a way that no information is sent or no detailed information is sent uh, to, uh, to the requesting client. So administrators should completely turn off such burners uh, or modify them uh, in order to hide system-specific uh, information. There is another possibility for uh, operating system fingerprinting, and that's done by means of TCP. TCP, you remember, the important protocol uh, on the transport layer of the internet protocol stack, and by means of this TCP stack fingerprinting, it's also possible to find out what is the operation system uh, that's used by victim system. And one can do this uh, in a remote way uh, by sending packets uh, to this host and comparing the responses against a database. In the database, there are a collection of information for example, time or other things, 
which shows specific behavior of specific operating systems. The reason is that uh, the TCP implementation for the, different, uh, for the different operating systems, they differ. Sometimes they differ in only very minor details, but these details help to conclude what is the operating system that's used. These details, like a signature, are stored in a database, in an empirical database, an empirical signature database, and when one, uh, when one wants to get information by means of such TCP interactions, information about the underlying operating system, this uh, empirical signature database needs to be updated regularly. The basic idea is the following. The stacks of the several systems of the implementations for the uh, TCP uh, implementation for the different operating systems, they differ in tiny details. For example, uh, in the way how they respond to non-standard uh, requests or uh, about times, response times, uh, about structure of answering and others. So the responses to some carefully selected requests provide uh, the attacker a pretty good information, a pretty good fingerprint of the system uh, which is used by the victim. The, there are tools to support uh, people to find out uh, information about uh, operating systems uh, by means of uh, doing some TCP interaction. And the most uh, popular uh, tool to perform such TCP stack fingerprinting is the NMAP uh, system, a free port scanning software which also comes with fingerprinting functionality. Here's some example. Uh, of the application of NMAP. NMAP minus V minus SS minus O host hpi.unipotsdam.de. And this is the answer system sends back. System sends back, and you see it's exactly fine that the Linux system, Linux system version 2.4.x uh, uh, or 2.5.x, uh, operational system details. Uh, are found here. So this information is uh, concluded from gathering various details, various parameters in uh, the moment when a TCP connection is tried to establish. And then by means of observation, one knows this operating system acts in this way, that operation system acts in that way. By means of this signature database, uh, it's possible to come up uh, and uh, with, a, with a fingerprinting, with a fingerprint of the operation system that's used. There are different uh, fingerprinting methods. Here is an URL. You can get more details. For example, the fine probe. You remember sending a fine packet, uh, and then uh, one waits for response. The correct behavior which is described in, in RFC is correct behavior is that there is no respond. But in many implementations, there are flaws, for example, in the Microsoft Windows, and they send back to such a FinPackic a reset or a bogus flag probe. 
set an undefined, the idea is set an undefined TCP flag in the TCP header of the SYN packet. Linux boxes prior to uh, version 2.0.35, they keep the flag set in their response. Other operating systems reset connection when they get a SYN plus bogus packet. So you see there are minor differences and such differences are collected and then on the hand of a database where all these different reactions are, uh, are uh, uh, memorized, see, uh, uh, the, the tool can give the answer, this is uh, operation system uh, and this is a special version of the system. There are more fingerprinting methods, for example TCP, uh, as an uh, uh, ISN sampling. Here is the idea is uh, the, the here the idea is to find patterns in the initial sequence numbers chosen by TCP, chosen by different TCP implementations when responding to a connect connection request. You remember there was a set uh, setting in the RFC, but in the most implementations. Uh, they differ from this because to make it more easy and more uh, uh, performant. IP ID sampling is another uh, uh, TCP fingerprinting method. Uh, here uh, the idea is that the most operating systems increment a system-wide uh, uh, IP ID value for each packet they send. Others use a random uh, IP ID and some use an IP ID uh, of zero in many cases when the don't fragment bat bit is set. So it's very detailed and very small differences in the implementations that help to conclude what is the underlying operating system. Uh, more methods uh, uh, that can be used for uh, uh, operating system fingerprinting on the basis of TCP uh, investigating uh, how TCP uh, is working is a TCP timestamp. There is a, <coughs> a, a check uh, a sequence of TCP timestamped option values. Sometimes this option is not supported by systems or other increment the value at different frequencies. And this helps to conclude uh, what is the operating system uh, uh, which is underlying. So don't fragment bit is one more uh, fingerprinting methods uh, by investigating, <coughs> observing TCP interaction. Many operation systems set the uh, DF bit on uh, some packets they send, but not all operation systems do this. Some uh, do this, but with a different behavior in different situations. The, the final uh, ideas to use and observe TCP to find out uh, what's the operating system, what's the underlying operating system, is to uh, consider the TCP initial window. The, the window size can be checked uh, on return packets and the different uh, operating systems start TCP connections with different window size. The acknowledgement value, another fingerprinting method, uh, 
which helps to find out the underlying operating system by check the sequence number of an uh, acknowledgement packets. In the most implementation, they will set the acknowledgement to be the same uh, uh, ISN uh, number, but others will send back with the sequence number, sequence number they received, but plan, and others even come with a random number. <coughs> One more method to uh, fingerprint an operation system is the TCP IP timeout detection. Because TCP timeout values are very loosely specified in the requests for comments of TCP, operating systems and implementation uh, of operating systems uh, mostly uh, use own parameters. And on the knowledge, if one observes these parameters and one compares this against such a uh, signature database, one can conclude uh, the operating system that's used. There is a tool available, the ring tool, that uses exactly this uh, idea to identify an operating system that exactly uh, uh, investigates and observes the TCP timeout and uh, it causes timeouts and then analyzes the delay between the uh, successive uh, ZIN acknowledge uh, resends. Procedure, attack procedure is sending a SYN segment to a target, likely a normal, like in a normal TCP a connection request. <coughs> the target, <coughs> the target sent back <coughs> a SYN acknowledge <coughs> segment. Then <coughs> this is ignored, uh, so no acknowledgement is sent back. And from the time, <coughs> uh, from time to time, the uh, target sends uh, a new SYN acknowledgement segment because it considers the former uh, as lost. And then <coughs> this time is measured. And depending on this time, one can see what is the operating systems <coughs> that's used <coughs> in the victim system. <coughs> what I introduced were the active fingerprinting methods. The attacker does something, sends some packets and uh, observes reaction or others. There are also passive fingerprinting methods uh, in place. So in send, instead of sending special packets to remote uh, target host and analyzing the response packets, passive operating system fingerprints use a sniffer, a sniffer to quietly map uh, a network and to sniffer all information that's sent over this network. So the operating systems, they work with different uh, TCP stack implementations so that the TCP IP flag settings may vary. For example, the initial time uh, TTL time, time to lift time, or the initial packet size, or the window size, or the maximum uh, segment size. All these uh, initial settings, they uh, differ from operating to uh, operating system. There are more, so what uh, with the sniffer is possible, 
to observe this, to measure this, and then uh, to draw conclusions uh, from these observations. Also here, there are tools in place that may be used for this passive uh, fingerprinting attacks. A tool is uh, POF, for example. Uh, by means of this uh, POF tool, a fingerprint uh, of a system can uh, find out without sending packets to the host. So completely passively, so that the host does not, uh, is not aware and cannot observe that there is someone collecting information about it. The host can't recognize that it's fingerprinted, and this is the idea of such passive attacks, to give no warning that there is someone trying to receive information about it. Sometimes firewalls uh, 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 a little bit modify what kind of reaction, but firewalls can't prevent this because only the outgoing packets are analyzed. No incoming, only the out packing uh, are analyzed, so no scan of the host is necessary. PUF, the tool, for example, analyzes parameters of packets and compares the results against a database uh, a signature database uh, of the known uh, operating system fingerprints. For example, uh, uh, such a fingerprint uh, signature are the following here, which shows that there is a Windows system or a Linux system and finds out the value, the version number of the system. When I started, I mentioned that sometimes it's not uh, possible to forecast the uh, to, uh, to find out the operating system version completely uh, exact. Sometimes only there is a certain type un of uncertainty. And this is exactly the idea of such fuzzy uh, fingerprint, uh, fuzzy operating system fingerprint methods. And this stands for the use of fuzzy matching systems to correlate uh, um, received results with a known uh, signature database. The difference to the methods I mentioned before is the following. Here, the idea is not to claim this is 100% true, that this is the data, this is the operating system that's used. Here, it's the answer of such fuzzy systems, the answer is to best to our knowledge, the operating system is this and this and this, but there is no 100% match. In the former methods, if the systems are not able to get this 100% answer, they do not give any answer. But in many cases, it's better to have an answer with 90% true than uh, to get no result. So problems with the traditional fingerprinting techniques is that the accuracy can be influenced by some network topology uh, or by the fingerprinting process itself. For example, <coughs> the yield values of packages can be changed by a filtering device or dropping or rerouting of packets because of load balancing. Or TCP IP stack uh, can be turned by a user. So all these uh, things influence the observations and may result in an uncertainty about the uh, exact uh, values.
So the idea of this fuzzy operating system is then at least to come up with an answer which says it's 90% true that this is a value. So here is a tool also for this, for the fuzzy operating system, the X-probe 2, uh, that can be used for fuzzy matching systems to identify the underlying operating systems. This X-probe 2 is based on a simple matrix representation of the scan uh, or uh, of um, many scans and the calculation of matches by simply summing up uh, scores for each signature. Such score value can uh, take one of the following values. Here for this X-probe, for example. It can be the answer, yes, it's true, so it's a score of three. It could be gives the answer, probably, is, probably it's true, that's a score two. It can give the answer, probably is not, it's uh, the score uh, one, and definitely it is not, uh, it's score zero. And then, at the end of the scanning process, observing the different channels and the different parameters, the X-probe 2 sums up the scores and uh, gives the score as a final result and not the absolute value. This were some ideas how to find out, how an attacker can find out the uh, parameters <coughs> of the operating system that's used by the victim systems. It helps them to prepare an attack by selecting the right uh, exploit to overcome the, uh, the vulnerabilities which are exactly, the vulnerabilities of exactly these operating, the operating system the uh, victim is using. Thank you for your attention. <laughs>